Have you seen the cancelled Netflix show, Gypsy? Have you ever seen Gypsy, the musical starring Natalie Wood? Are you a big fan of Disney's The Hunchback of Notre Dame cartoon? If you have seen any of these, please recognize that these shows are highly racist and offensive to the largest ethnic minority group in Europe. To elaborate, the term gypsy is derived from the word Egyptian, which was shortened to Egyptian, and eventually, it became gypsy. As the Roma, originally from India, were mistakenly thought to have come from Egypt. Today in this episode, I am going to educate you on the history of the slur and on the painful past of a strong group of people. I am not here to target anyone about using this word, per se, and if you have, I even admit to having used a variation of this word myself in the past. But that is where this word belongs, the past. So that is why I am discussing this today, in hopes that my listeners will be able to come to a new understanding by the time this episode is finished. The persecution of Roma has seemed almost endless throughout history, and they have suffered an unidentifiable number of grievances. This ethnic minority group has been forced into slavery, faced attempted genocide, and have even had to endure continuous racism in present-day times through verbal and physical abuse. In a matter of fact, the racial slur gypsy and all of the variations of this word need to properly be recognized as derogatory and hurtful. Because by not recognizing this, it is demeaning to Roma by defacing their culture and humanity, ignoring their heritage, and disregarding the horrific acts of criminality that have been repeatedly committed against them throughout history and into the present. This is The G Word with MJ Adams. written by a Romani woman named Naomi on how she and others of her culture are treated, she wrote, Although it is rarely talked about, the situation for Romani has not improved much. We are still victims of hate crimes, receive inadequate health care and housing, experience segregated education, and die in prison. While policies in the U.S. systematically discriminate in covert ways, many of the policies against Romani in Europe are overt which is apparent through opinions from political officials. In 2013, Zolt Bayer, co-founder of the Fidesz party in Hungary said, These Roma are animals, and they behave like animals. When they meet with resistance, they commit murder. They are incapable of human communication. Inarticulate sounds pour out of their bestial skulls. One must retaliate rather than tolerate. These animals shouldn't be allowed to exist in no way. That needs to be solved immediately and regardless of the method. In a description of the death of Jorge Doja, a Romani man who started a peasant uprising in 1514 against the noblemen and church, Doja, whom many referred to as a hero, was murdered, which was bad enough. But even worse than that, 
was the manner in which he was killed. Dojo's executioners mocked him by first tying him up with heated chains onto a throne. Afterwards, they placed a heated crown on his head and forced a heated scepter into Doja's hand. As a result, he unfortunately drowned in his own blood, and his head was cut off and split into four separate pieces, along with his body sliced into bits. Any remnants of him that were left were given to other prisoners to feed upon, and the remaining pieces of his mangled body were put on display for all to see in the important Hungarian cities. Many cities and streets are now named after him for his bravery after his terrible end. But still, persecution would keep on. In the duration of World War II, anything that was not of the Herrenvolk or Aryan standard of the Nazis' liking was exterminated, which included thousands of Roma, which made up what they remember today as the Bohamos, which translates to the Romani Holocaust. After the Bohamos, more persecution occurred, and still occurs as Roma are being rounded up and expelled from countries such as Italy. You would think as we have evolved into a more educated people, and have learned from horrible events such as the Holocaust, how toxic and dangerous xenophobia is, you would think that such prejudice would not be as common in society. But it is unfortunately not the case of biased feelings against Roma. Janaki Chala, in her article discussing the implications and impacts of the term gypsy, interviewed Professor Ian Hancock, who was the child of Romani parents. He replies, I encounter a lot of people who tell me that they never knew the word gypped and anything to do with gypsies, but that's offensive, especially when the word is heard, not read. My response to them is, that's okay. You didn't know, but now you do. So stop using it. it. May mean nothing to you, but when we hear it, well, it still hurts. Dr. Hancock also said, referring to the use of the term gypsy, that the word first of all is incorrect. It comes from Egyptian, and our ancestors don't come from Egypt. It's associated mainly through fiction, works of fiction in Hollywood movies and so on, with crystal balls and stealing babies and what have you. And it's very loosely applied. Even though the term gypsy was originally just a seemingly harmless misconception by King Henry VIII, it has evolved and was filled with stereotypes and accusations by racists. It was my honor to be able to interview Mr. Richard O'Neill, a critically acclaimed playwright, author, storyteller, and entrepreneur who travels and educates people about his Romani culture and heritage. In addition, Mr. O'Neill also has received the status of a national literary hero because of his work, and he is also an activist for Roma inclusion. Having the ability to email back and forth with Mr. O'Neill really helped to shed light on the unadulterated side of what it is like to be Roma, the unfortunate stigmas against Roma, and also about some measures that can be taken, and some solutions which can help to lessen the prejudice against Roma. Here is how the interview went. Dear Mr. O'Neill, 
What are some actions that could possibly be taken to help to lessen the racial prejudice that Roma unfortunately face in today's world? Educational establishments like schools and colleges can make teachers and students more aware of the history, culture, and the many contributions Gypsy Roma and traveler people have and continue to make to society, from sports to science and the arts. Some notable people include Charlie Chaplin and Joel Brenner. Unfortunately, many famous and celebrated people have and continue to keep their Romani heritage secret as they believe it will affect them and their careers negatively. Do you think that your management deserve the right and Pride Not Prejudice projects help to better educate your audiences and also make a difference in the world and for Roma inclusion and positivity towards Romani culture? Uh, yes, I do, because I had many conversations and feedback from non-Romani Romani people, including academics, those both in and out of the arts, and those in education telling me about the positive impacts. When the play The Hardest Word was performed in Budapest, Hungary, the British ambassador came to introduce it. And the children's books, of course, often read to children by parents and teachers, have had a huge part to play in creating awareness, understanding, and empathy. As your work is very inspiring and influential, what measures can students like myself take in our everyday lives to help support the important causes that you stand for? Students like yourself can do exactly what you're doing and have conversations with people like me to get another view from the one we often see in mainstream media. And then, when it's possible, and of course safe to do so, challenge negative stereotypes whenever you see and hear them. Have you personally ever been a victim of racism before? Unfortunately, yes. On a number of occasions, and it's always been a shock that people would act the way they did, not because of anything I had done to them, but simply because of the group I came from. A number of times as a child, I was called names and physically bullied. As a visiting artist to elementary school in the north of England, I was told a week before the visit that a number of parents would take the children out of the school on the day I was due to visit because of my ethnicity. That was 10 years ago. One of my neighbors found out I was a Romani person and thought it was okay to verbally attack me in the street. Do you personally not mind the use of the word gypsy and different variations of the word? Or is its use highly offensive? I don't personally mind the use of the word gypsy. We always use capital G. And in England, it is a legal term for people like me. And it has a fascinating history, which links to King Henry VIII, who thought my ancestors were from Egypt when they first came to England uh, in 1515. He called us the Egyptians, soon shortened to Egyptians, and then in 1530, Gypsy. William Shakespeare knew of us, as he mentions us in his plays, but also tracks the name changes from Egyptians in Othello to Gypsies in As You Like It. I would personally say, even though Mr. O'Neill and Dr. Hancock's opinions about the use of the word gypsy conflict, if you generally think a word could be offensive to someone, it is best not to use it in conversation just in case. That way, no one is offended and everyone is happy at the end of the day. This is an easy courtesy that should and can be practiced. 
In addition, if it is appropriate to do so, asking a person about their feelings on something also helps to be able to make someone feel comfortable. In this case, you know how someone personally feels about a subject, and you can avoid creating any hurt feelings. As Mr. O'Neill also suggested, educating yourself and others about Roma culture can make a big difference in positive impacts in our world to challenge the prevalent negative stereotypes. Especially in our seemingly dark world today, we need to have more positivity and kindness spread throughout society. Even a little fish can make a big splash. Today, I personally challenge you to spread some insight and positivity with the people around you. As a Romani culture educator and author, Patrick Jasper Lee once said, We contain the shapes of trees and the movement of rivers and the stars within us. This was The G Word with MJ Adams. Have a great day. Note. Thank you to all of the people who helped to make this podcast possible, including my amazing English teacher, Mrs. Cardenas, who taught me that anything is possible with enough effort, the wonderful quote and interview readers, and Mr. Richard O'Neill for the very insightful interview. Lastly, thank you to my listeners, and I hope that you all have a new understanding and are opening your hearts and minds to creating a better world for all of those who are a part of it.